Welcome to Kidding Around, a kid health podcast for everyone. Parents, grandmas, teachers, anyone who touches the life of a child. I'm your host, Dr. Candace, a board-certified pediatrician and a mom of two. I sit down with expert guests to answer your questions about all things baby, child, and teen. So if you're wondering, why does she do that? Or how can I get rid of this rash? I got you. Hey everybody, welcome to Kidding Around. I'm Dr. Candace, and thank you so much for listening. Today we are talking about co-parenting, what it is, some of the challenges that co-parents face, right. uh, and we're going to give you some tips on how to do it better. Because sometimes the relationship doesn't work out, and two people need to part peacefully, and they need to put those kids first, yes, and do the, the best thing. for them, so that even though you're not together, the family is still together. Everything right. is still whole, happy, and healthy. Sure, so sure. that's what we're talking about today, co-parenting. My guest is Mr. Purnell Bush. He is a clinical social worker and the managing partner of Key Counseling Solutions. I just love this guy. He he calls himself the juggernaut therapist. Yes, and yes, you yes. can see, right? He's a juggernaut. <laughs> You're not going to get in his way. He's going to get it done. <laughs> but most importantly, he is a Marine Corps veteran. He's a speaker. He's out in the community community, educating, raising awareness, and giving people tools to be healthy mentally. Yes. Speaking to first responders, to schools, to you, yes. for anybody and every group that wants to hear it and get the message, he is ready to do it. So I just love that about him. We're, I'm looking forward to us working together on this huge committee, trying to make sure that Central Florida is a trauma-informed, but also yes. a resilient yes. community that doesn't just stop with the trauma, but heals and strengthens itself and learn um, how to proactively strengthen themselves. Absolutely. Definitely. Yes. Absolutely. So I'm glad we're going to be working question. together on yeah, that. I'm excited yeah. about it. I'm very excited about so it. So that's ACEs, childhood trauma. You guys know I have episodes on that and we're trying to make this community of Central Florida that way as well. So let's get started. You ready? I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready. Awesome. I'm being ready. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's that juggernaut. <laughs> so define co-parenting. Well, you know, and I like what you just stated earlier. You know, I try to, when it comes to co defining co-parenting, often is referred to two individuals that were once in a relationship and now somehow they're separated or they're going through a divorce and now they have to work together to raise a healthy, functional child. That's it. However, co-parenting to me is just two adults no matter what the configuration is, and no matter if you are together still, or you married, or you're two fathers, two mothers, or traditional, whatever it may be, right. that you two are working together or to help raise a healthy, functional child. So that's, right. that's the definition of co-parenting to me. Two individuals working together to raise a healthy, functional child. Yes, that's powerful. Yes. Because even sometimes when you're in a family unit, you're married or whatever, yes. you might not be working think, well think, together. Think about it. Because we all co-parenting. Co we all bring different values in that's together. Right. What we want to, what we want to try to instill in our children. That's right. So trying to work together as, as, as a unit, as right. a co-op in a way, and as right. a co-parent, sometimes it's just a difficult task no matter where you are. Not just for those who've broken up, exactly. for those who could be still together. That's right. Why is, you said it, but let's break it down further. Why is co-parenting so important? Well, co-parenting is important more so not for the two parents within themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, although they are very important, but the, the, the most important the nucleus is the child. That's right. You know, we want to ensure that this child that we 
decided to bring it to this world together or however we adopted this child or this child came into our family somehow. But this child that we have taken on the responsibility of bringing it up together, we want to ensure that we have the most healthy functional environment so they can become socially, emotionally, and, and psychologically healthy individuals. Right. So I often tell parents, Think about how you want your child to be at the age of 25. That's right. So think about what, what type of person do you want walking around in society? Right. So that should be like the, the very basis of the starting the planning of right. your co-parenting. Right. So if I'm dysfunctional in this co-parenting, that's going to go with that child. Right. You know, we always hear adult problems have childhood roots. Yes. And so if we're not Aces. doing a good job, right. <laughs> if we're not doing a good job, that's going to follow that child. Yes, it some is. Way, some, some way, some shape, form, or fashion. You mentioned it a little bit, mm -hmm. but give some more like real life examples of the benefits to children okay. mm -hmm. from co-parenting well? Well, from co-parenting well, if a child has an experience with two co-parents, uh, no matter what the configuration is, once again, or what a relationship is, you know, that child has an opportunity to become, to grow up more socially comfortable with their mm -hmm. own peers, become more emotionally accepting of themselves, have social development within themselves and those around them how to to, to function within the world right. because they got to see two individuals in their, while they were growing up, from in a very healthy manner right. to help bring them up. So it's going to automatically, not automatically, it's going to give them more of a high percentage of a chance right. that this child will have this when they, and they will still have these things instilled in them as they get older. Right. You know, so it also helps decrease anxiety, you know, help them with their self-esteem. When you, a lot of times what we forget as parents, you know, and I say we, because you know, I have my own little seven-year-old and I have to right. remind myself sometimes, me and her mother are not together, but we function a very well in our co-parenting relationship. Right. But what we forget that our children, you know, from their, their from birth and all we have to early teen years, right. they get a lot of their self-esteem from us, a lot of their, their viewpoints from themselves from us. Right. You know, it may not be us verbally, like parents that could be verbally tell them, oh, you're great. That's not where they get it from. They the get modeling. it from the, the modeling of behaviors. Yeah. You know, so when you're a parent that's secure in your parenting, right. that's going to make that child more secure in who they are. Right. And that's going to help their self-esteem and how they regulate their emotions throughout the rest of their life. That's right. That so, social emotional piece is so powerful. And I know yeah. you talk about that sometime on your platform, yes. emotional intelligence. Yes, yes. It's important for adults to, to have that emotional mm -hmm. IQ, right? <laughs> in order to yes. then model and teach children how to deal with conflict mm -hmm. and regulate their mm -hmm. emotions and, you know, because the world is challenging, yes, but it how is. to face that in a productive, have good conflict resolution skills. And that's something that I, I tell a lot of parents, you know, sometimes we have to do a performance review on ourselves. That's right. You know, we do it, we do it everywhere else. We do it in our jobs. We do it, we didn't win in school because we had grades. Those are our right. performance reviews. So sometimes we have to step back and do performance reviews on ourselves. And, and when I say that, I mean check who you are, check your emotions, check how you handle stressful situations, right. check how you respond to your child in different situations, and how right. can we improve on that? Right. Ultimately, like I say, especially in the first development of years of the children, a lot of the things that they're experiencing is no, not up to them. It's, it's, it's not. Whole, whole, whole hard not. It's up, up to us and That's what right. we're uh, pouring out. What we tend to forget, what a lot of parents tend to forget is that, uh, not forget, but kind of uh, put to the wayside right. is the how heavy of an impact our emotions are going to have on these kids. Think, right. Oh, they're not going to remember this. They're a kid. They're not going right. to, this is not going to, this is not going to hurt them. But it really does. Yes. So we have to do perform performance reviews. And when our children get to an old enough age, sometimes a lot of them will chime in like, well, mom, I want you to be better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen to them. <laughs> so like I say, it's almost like having a, a board meeting yeah. <laughs> with, like yourself, with your family. So that's what it is. Right. And so like you said, two people come together, have this child, mm -hmm. no matter what happens, even if you're in a home environment, you bring two 
to that relationship yes. and to your child who mm-hmm. you are from your upbringing. Yes. Same thing with the other person. Yes. Right. Yes. And so when you see those shortcomings, when you do your self-reflection, like you said, mm-hmm. we need to work on those things so that you can be better, which then will trickle down to your child. Very true. I get it. That's very, right. Very true. Create a, a better slate for better them slate. than what you and, have. You know, and the two adults, uh, or however the configuration is, they have to communicate. Right. You know, and not only just communicate, be wholeheartedly honest with themselves yeah. about this is what I want to contribute right. to the development of my child. These are things that I, in my childhood I didn't like. I just don't want to bring in. Yeah. And then also hear their partner. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in tips. Oh, he's getting into tips. Okay, my We're going to talk about that for sure because I know he's got some wonderful tips from us. And I think we've done that one very okay. well. Okay. So challenges of co-parenting, because that's what we were kind of getting right. into. Yes, you know, yes, yes, yes. Everybody wants to do well by their child. Who's walking around saying, I want to be a crappy parent. Right. Or I don't want to do right by my child. Everybody wants to do that. And I would say that everybody tries to do the best that they can. Mm-hmm. But you know, my Angelou said, you know, when you know better, you, you should, should try do, to do, do better. better. Exactly. So I think the problem is knowledge here. Sometimes people are so used to what they're used to. Mm-hmm. That dysfunction. Yes. Yes. And they might may not know how to do better. So what are some of those challenges that you see when you're counseling and helping families uh-huh. that create barriers to good co-parenting? So a lot of things, the first thing that always come to mind is the removal of selves. And what I mean by that is that sometimes when one parent feel like, I know I got this. Yeah. I got this. I don't need the inside of this person. Especially if it's coming from a separated household. Yeah. You know, because now they have a viewpoint about, well, this, per- this this parent is terrible because. Right. This parent can't do like this because. Right. You know, so we have to remove that. You know, right. uh, so I tell uh, those who are in co-parenting relationships, especially those who separated divorce, we have to get to a table with the two parents. Right. Let's work through all the, the muck. Yeah. All the ugliness that you hold yeah. towards each other. Because we can always identify what we don't like about other but what do you like about like, this person? Find something positive. But yeah, what can we? Okay. What do you like about this person? So let's get past the hurt. Yeah. Is so the challenges is that underlying hurt that caused you to yeah. split in the first place. Yeah, that, that, that work out. So yeah. if we're talking about, if we were talking about strictly about the uh, parents that have been separated or divorced, mm-hmm. that yes, let's talk about the hurt. Right. But ultimately, with all co-parenting relationships, some of the things that uh, some of the hurdles that may go through is ideology. Uh, right. Having ideology, have different yes. ideas when it comes to uh, what they envision the child to Believe be. Believe their core values. Their core values, yeah. and then. And also, think about it also when it comes to the version that men and women, just our viewpoint yep. alone, you know, we have different gender differences. Gender differences. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're yeah. different there at times. So now we're trying to bring all this together. And then all, all, sometimes we'll pair like, my way is better than your way. Yeah. But is it? Yeah. Have we tried it this way? This how does how does a child respond? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we have to see we have, we have to chime in. even the child's infant and, right. and toddlers. We can see how to respond to different things. Mm-hmm. You know, so we may try your way yeah. and try it my way, and we see which one work better. We should stick to it. The best way we're gonna stick to that because right. one thing that we want to do is start create consistency for that child. Right. You right, know, right. so you know, one of the books that I enjoyed was uh, Mom's House and Dad House. Mm-hmm. I can't really call the author's name, mm-hmm. but it just talked about how from the separation, how this child, this child is going through a lot, going right. through two different homes. If we talk about a, a co-parent relationship or separating divorce, right? So. One of the best things that we do is create a constant for them. It's something that's going to be consistent no matter which home they're in. That's right. So that's us coming to a table, having a meeting. Right. So I encourage my parents, listen, this is what we need to do. 15 minutes a week. It's 160 hours in a week. If mm-hmm. you can't give 15 minutes a week where you're talking on the phone, 
in a, a respectful manner with your with your co-parents right. and a respectful, productive manner with your co-parent about what's going on. Talking about the business of your child. That's, that's it. it. Come on. That's it. That's it. I'm not even taking you a full hour. Another that might be just give me 15 minutes. Right. We have something on the agenda. Right. But we're, well, this is what we're discussing. Let's not deviate from it. Right. And this is what we're moving from. Yeah. And then we need to schedule another call. Let's schedule another call. Right. You know, so. So treat it like a business relationship. Yeah. At yeah. This yeah. Point. yeah. Right. You have to. Right. You have right. to. And even be though, professional. Even those in intact homes, you know, with, right. uh, with both parents in a home. Right. You know, sometimes we always have long work weeks, mom, dad, going, you know, X, Y, Z. Sometimes we have to sit down and try to communicate with one another. Mm -hmm. uh, so co-parenting with itself, it, it's going to take a lot of emotional intelligence of yourself right. and knowing exactly what's going to push your button about the other parent. And then being realistic, is it something that is going to be detrimental to the child? Or is it something that you don't like right. about this other co-parent because right. what you guys are going through? Yeah. So. so those challenges are just two human beings trying to figure out some tense stuff. I yes. mean, that, that's just human beings, you know, dealing with conflict. Yes. Conflict resolution. Conflict resolution. And, and then the child, the poor child, oftentimes we don't even realize that the child is going through a level of stress yes. because of this. Because, you know, because children, so children are very, that can be a all those children are very resilient, but they are going through stress. Yes. And, you know, after a lot of times adults, sometimes we be condescending, you know, they ain't got nothing to stress about. Right. Actually, these kids are stressed. Right. They don't even know that they're going through stress. Right. You know, so I mean, sometimes they don't, especially depending on where they are in their behavior. They come out in their behavior. In their behaviors. Right. So right. it's uh sometimes they're like, wow, the kids are going through stress. And That's you're right. adding to that stress. And we have to recognize that and be, right. be respectful of that as well. That's right. And know that when you guys create tension between you two, that child is feeling it as well. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. And then, you know, we're going to talk about those tips, but then other challenges could be other family members, family, yeah, a family. new relationship. Yes. yes it's yes. so many things that yes. can further get in there and, and, and muck and, up, like you said. Work through that muck. Work through that muck. Muck up the water. <laughs> but no, it's yeah. definitely um, those things is something that has to do. They all this come back to communication. I'll yeah. cover all this in communication. That's right. You know, we have to communicate if we're, what, is it, what would it look like if I do find a, a new significant other that right. I would like to introduce our child to? Right. You know, um, what are the protocols that you and I would like to attempt to implement? That's right. You so know. he, this is our next question. Go ahead with okay. it. These are our tips, guys. So let's get ready and be listening <laughs> to your tips. And I agree. That's numero uno, communication. Communication, And, yes. you know, and, and how are you going to, like you said, Plan it all out. You just can't do knee jerk on the fly. Right. You you have to plan this out. Mm -hmm. This is hard on us. This is hard on the child. Okay, we getting over our feelings. Right. Mm -hmm. We have to communicate for our child and plan out all of these aspects. Have these discussions. What are the rules around right. bringing another significant other into this picture? Very How true. are we going to do homework? How are we going to divide up the time? Uh, right. How are we going right. to discipline? Now, how are we going to be consistent now? Right. How, you know, All what's important? Right. I like sports. I want him in sports, but you think his academic is all this. Now you're separate, so you're mm. really going to have different ideas and can do things it's, your it's, way. But so how do you give this a, child consistency? A, it can be a tug of war, or it can be a, a, a well, like a balancing beam. That's you guys right. find a perfect weight that it works best. Sometimes yes. they tilt the scale here and there, but it don't have to be a tug of war where it's right. like my force is better than yours. Right. You know, so yeah. you know we have to get to a place of. Of, like you stated here, uh, with the, some of the tips that I recommend to some parents. First and foremost, understand that what you guys both are doing. Mm -hmm. Whole heart is going towards the child, for the child. Child number one. Child yeah. number one. You know, right. that's tip number one. We have to always keep that at the forefront of our mind when we're thinking about anything with our co-parent. Mm -hmm. For other tips, I'll be like, listen, 
we have to sit down. Like, I, I, I talk about it as if we're going through a business. Right. You know, I say, I don't see business partners fall out over something that may take place in business, but they still going to sit down and talk, 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 talk to each other because about revenue, how this going to, how right. we're going to get these, how make sure the company is still growing. Right. We should still have that same mindset with our child. Right. You know, so if we have scheduling conflicts, do our, do our best to talk about how we're scheduling. Yes. You know, keep your commitment. Not you're not keeping your commitment to your co-parent, but keep your commitment to, to that child. Right. You know, cause a lot of times, I'm, especially like me being a father with, with my daughter, I know sometimes I have things come up on the weekend. But if I have told my daughter we're going to do something, that's right. You know, I do my, I, I'm gonna follow through on that. That's right. Or like, you well, or like, well, daddy, daddy, something else come up. We can't do X, Y, Z, but you're gonna come with daddy to this event, that's and right. then I'm, we're gonna do that later. Mm-hmm. You know, but we have to. We're not. We got to make that commitment to the child. Right. You know, especially when they uh, of that cognitive development age where they can really understand. Right. You know, two is also, I mean, not two, but another tip is that, you know, we have to get to a place of, and I stated earlier, communicating, having a meeting, those right. meeting times. Stay mm-hmm. consistent with meeting with each other. So we can mm-hmm. talk about the academics. Right. How can we assist our child? Like, Update each other. Update Keep each other. Keep everybody exactly. in the Okay. Exactly. Yeah. You know, this is this is very important. Because mm-hmm. not only is that showing, you know, for you guys going to help with the, the development of your child, but it's showing the child, like, oh, these two individuals. They still are still, in, love, yeah, in it they, with me. Yeah, they love me. Right. They care about me. Exactly. They're working it out. Working right. it out to where they both understand that right. I have two people that love me. Right. And why also that is important? Because as children get older, they're going to push the, they're going to push the fold. They're going to, they're going to test their limits. That's right. They're gonna, you know, so I tell people all the time, I love, I love love, I love kids, I love my daughter to them, mm-hmm. but I know she's going to test the right. You know, going to see, my, they're going to see how we can pit each other against each other. Right, try to manipulate. <laughs> right. Manipulate. So how can we make sure, that's another thing. Everything comes back to us communicating. Let's slow down. Right. You know, if my child comes, well, my mama did it, did it, okay, well, let me talk to your mother. Right. Let me call before I get all upset and all up in arms and like, well, my, right. my child said, let me talk right. to you, Ideally, you should be able to say, hey, such and such text. Mm-hmm. Jasmine just told me such and such. Did you say that? Mm-hmm. Or that you should be that cool. Right. right. And that way, oh, I can't tell my mama story and then tell my daddy something <laughs> else because exactly. they text, they call, mm-hmm. they get along. And that's, you know, for it myself. It won't work. And the reason co-parents became, became very important to me because how I grew up. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up, well, my father had me outside of his marriage with my mother. Right. And then my mother went to have a short stint in prison. And I Wow. Moving it with my godparents, wow. but nobody communicated. So when mm-hmm. I got to my teen years, yeah, now I was just running. You have a powerful story, <laughs> right? I was running ragged because right. I can tell you I'm doing this, tell you I'm doing this, but nobody was talking to each other. There was no other. supervision. None. You were so doing your own I do my own thing. thing. I mean, one and time with a young brain, <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah. you know, I was, I was, you know, noticing that. And, and you know, I don't hold fault to none of my families. However, that came out. Right. It's just I knew when I had my children, whether it be in in, in, a, in a marriage or mm-hmm. we got separated or whatever it may be, I always want to ensure that that communication right. was there. Right. And I always wanted to empower those in my community because all my friends had the same type of story as well. Yes. You know, so I just understood that. Well, maybe we, although you don't like each other, right. Let's just get to a place to where we can at least talk to one That's another right. and make sure that our child is going to be the best it's person. Be okay. Yes. Right. And yeah. you need to do whatever work you need to do to make that happen. Yes. So it's not, it sounded like a whole lot of C's. I love that. Communication, <laughs> yeah. consistency. Mm-hmm. You had some others. What does that say? Communication, uh, consistency. Uh, we have um, It was C, a bunch of C's. I had them in my head and C, now they're gone. You know, scheduling, you know, to me, yeah. you know, we have to have, you know, like I said, I always talk about it in a business standpoint. Right. People understand business sometimes more 
the social development. That's right. That's right. You know, even they, they may understand both the same, but they, for our, our culture, we respect business right. more so than there social development. Right. So I have to break it down in the terminology right. where people understand. Okay. You know, so that's why I always ask, where do you want your child to be when they're right. 25 years old? Because right. now we're investing in them. We're pouring into them. So good parent, good co-parents yes. have a business-like relationship yes. and they're professional. They're very professional. They communicate. Mm-hmm. They are consistent. Mm-hmm. They are accountable to one another. Right. I would say they share in their responsibilities as well. Yes. Like you can't just dump everything on mama no, or no, dump no, everything on daddy. Not at all. Now daddy may have something where that he likes better or that he's better at. Mm-hmm. So if he wants to take on the sports mm-hmm. or he he's more of a disciplinary, you know what I mean? You can agree right. through your meetings right. that that's how you're going to work and, that and out. Sure, you know, especially if we're talking about the men and women, we're talking about uh, that type of relationship there. We got to think about where we naturally pour in differently and yes, the that's importance right. we're pouring in for right. our children's development. That's right. You know, so men, we're more in tune to want to have our kids more socially engaged, yes. more socially well-rounded mm-hmm. and, and structured and things like that. And where mothers are sometimes more nurturing right. and, and, and ensure go. that their emotions is, is great. But we have to, I tell people all the time, for myself, I'm glad I had a daughter first because right. she helped me with my my my, my, flu, uh, my masculine fluidity. Okay, you know, I like um, it. With my masculine fluidity, I had to learn how to go back and forth and with all of that with all of that yeah. you know it couldn't just be right. do this do this that I had to learn how to become more emotional that's right. you know so that masculine fluidity I had to grow within that and we okay. all the same thing with the feminine fluidity we have more mothers right now or not a lot of mothers who are single mothers raising right. children so they have to balance between do it all, do it all. Yeah. so they had that yeah. fluidity that's you right know? so I had I couldn't be rigid with my masculinity that's right <laughs> yeah that's amazing any other tips you know other tips you know I don't really have any other tips but resources that people can go to Okay. I definitely yeah, get there for that. you know. Um, one resource is what I, I is to is twohouses.com. Okay. Um, it's I need to schedule from there. Twohouses.com. Yeah, twohouses.com. Okay. Make sure I got that correct. Now wait, wait a minute. It's, yeah, <laughs> twohouses.com. Yes. Where two parents. Yeah, it's where you. It's almost to help you with scheduling. Okay. If you guys not for me, we use Google Docs. I try to put everything on my uh, Google, okay. Google Calendar. But twohouses.com. If you guys want to uh, schedule together, uh, uptoparents.org okay. is another website. It's more just classes and resources that co-parents can take on their own, right. just to help to learn how to co-parent better. That's right. So uptoparents.org is, okay. is definitely a great one. What I always encourage my parents to do is also try to understand the stages of development where their oh, children yes. are. You know, I mean, to, parenting classes always help, right? They, they do. They, they actually <laughs> do. Parenting books always help. Educating so, yourself. Being and you have to. You have to. Yeah. You know, I, I oftentimes, especially when our children in the infancy and toddler stages, parents are for reading all day. You yeah. can get them books. They're going to read up all day. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Especially if it's their first child. They, yeah. they want to know everything. That's right. But right about the age of five to seven, like, I can figure this out now. Yeah. You know, exactly. But you need to understand the stages of development, and um, you can go to a website, the State Adolescents uh, Health Resource Center. Okay. Uh, where it can tell you how, especially starting at adolescence, right? You know, what, what stages, what's what's taking place, right. not not just physically, because we see physical first. That's right. We forgot that they're going through. Emotional, social, emotional, social, all, all, the cycle, all these developments taking place Brain on the inside that we can't see. That's right. So, especially my parents that I work with now with teenage, teenage boys, they be like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm throwing my hands yeah. up. 
Yeah. And I have to all the time, like, well, right you have now. You first <laughs> to understand. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So these things, I, I encourage wholeheartedly that yeah. parents understand the stages of especially when it starts adolescence and with the state state adolescence resource health center mm-hmm. uh, with them i love how they break down adolescence okay great. they break it down in three different stages yes you know they got early adolescence mm-hmm. middle adolescence and late adolescence okay and i love late adolescence because late adolescence is 18 to 24 okay Right. And we often forget about that. That's right. Because in, in our culture, they 18, think they're grown. They think they're grown, but they're still, they're still going through a lot of Their development. Their brain is still developing. Yeah, so um, yeah. those are some of the resources that I recommend. Uh, and just be true to yourself about right. where you need to improve at. Sometimes okay. taking that look, into, look in the mirror. Right. Absolutely. Look, what can I improve at, as, as not just as a parent, but as a, as a co-parent partner? Right. I think that's a huge tip is because that was something I was reading. Stop the you, you, yes, you, you yes, pointing yes. the finger. Yes. Self-reflect, mm-hmm. focus on you, what mm-hmm. you need to do. do. Mm-hmm. That's going to make 50% of it better right there. Right. And then when they see you doing it, maybe they'll try a little bit of that too. Right. You know, just um, stop focusing on the you, 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 because right. it takes two to tango. You are doing something. Something, something. something. This there you go. And that's all, you know, that's come back to the accountability. That's right. If I can just be accountable for myself, how yeah. can I prove on? Yeah. You know, um, Dr. John Gottman um, and the Gottman yeah. Institute, he stated something, yeah. something about, uh, it's called the uh, soft start. Mm-hmm. You know, how you engage your conversation. So when I'm able to look at myself about where I can improve that, yeah. And how I want to improve my co-parent relationship with my co-parent, and that helps me engage in a conversation in a, in a soft startup type way. There you go. Where it's not like I'm attacking you or yes. saying this is your fault. This is why right. our child is doing this. No. Yes. But and when I start, that's going to help that conversation actually go somewhere right. instead of being stonewalled. I that's guess right. at the very beginning, which ultimately helps the child because that's, that's what it's all that's about. What it's Put about. all that stuff aside because it's, the child is the focus. That's it. That's Deny it. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right. And there's one more. I don't remember the name of it, but there's. Apps now. Yes. That can two parent, two co-parents can get this app, and it communicates with one another, and they can schedule together. Mm. They can communicate. I forgot the name of it. I'll put it on my website. I'll share it with you. Please, please do. Um, but there's apps for it now. It's an app for everything, right? You know what I mean? I should have thought that. Oh, (laughs) I know, right? Thank you so much, Cornell, for this was great information. And I forgot to mention that you know, like you said, we're all co-parents. I'm married. Mm -hmm. My husband and I co-parents. You're single. I think I'm not. Not sure, but you have a child that you co-parent with her mother. <laughs> right, exactly. And so yeah. all of us can learn from this within our relationships for the betterment of our children. Right, Thank exactly. you so much. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll talk next time. See you guys next time. Appreciate you for having me. Awesome. Right. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something today to promote health and well-being in children. Let me know by subscribing to the podcast on drcandacemd.com and iTunes or SoundCloud. Feel free to leave me comments and questions. You never know, they may be on the show. Also, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you would like for me to be involved with your kid-related event or be a health expert on air or in print, please feel free to contact me at info at Thanks for listening. We'll kid around soon.